You are, you are nothing, nothing by here. It, God damn it, English. I'm gonna speak English in words. Nothing here is done professionally. We are the most I thought that was off my the wall. Bike. It's okay. It's a, no, that's the. Moose. It's okay. It's a moose. That's, if anyone asks, oh, sorry. This is a moose. It's just it's it's a moose. It's nothing else. Isn't it? A, Rod what is it? A walrus? It he will not. He will not let it happen. But hey, whatever. Because it's not a moose. It's a fucking moose, Rod. Just give me the. There. And the problem with this is that that Josh's sound effects don't come through on the uh, the audio version of the podcast, so it's, it's like, just... <laughs> so like people are just having to imagine Josh is like, yeah, he, th- I, I think everything's sort of fucking crazy because like awesome. Josh is sitting here hitting these buttons and going, do do fart, and there's like gaps, and you're I just love like, when it breaks the show though, when I just like yeah. I I stop listening completely and I'm just laughing at my own stupidity, and you're just like, you don't even give a shit, and you go on your own ten. <laughs> The it's video is always the better way to go when it comes to us. So yeah, yeah, because you kind of get a better idea of the insanity. Well, of you can both see of how us. sexy Rod is all the time, and our sexy yeah. guest today too. Hey, look, we got continue yep. here. Hey, yeah, hey. <laughs> yes, Hi. continue is here. For and having ret- me. You're back. You had a blast last time with you, and you had a blast. So we were like, yes, yeah. let's do this again. Um, yes, but we are Murder Moose. I am Rod. Oh, yeah. This sexy motherfucker is Josh. Okay. We are part of the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Um, and we're here it's in the game. for. <laughs> not only is continue here, but we are on episode 99, which is means Holy this is the shit. last episode that we've done. Like you know, in the single digit or the double digits. Single digits. Single double digits. <laughs> I meant double digits. And hey, my congratulations, brain. guys. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, friend. It's man, it's like we've been doing it almost two years, and it's like it's a lot, man. It's been a lot of like we've only missed one week, and that was when I think I, I got uh I had COVID, I think. And you know how that is. Ken Ken just had COVID and it oh, no. kicked the living shit out of her. How are you and feeling? Me, I'm I'm good. I have the brain That's fog. Good. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying now. Anytime I do something ridiculous, I'm like, I've got COVID brain fog. <laughs> that's my wife got. I did co- have that though. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't. That's the why. One of the reasons why COVID's so fucking scary, right? It's because of like the, the like the long term side effects. I mean, it's like, classy Katie talks about on her stream all the time when we talk about COVID over there. Like, yeah, you find blood clots in like every single person that's got like no way, you know, that dies from it, and it's like. In in levels that like normal people don't have, so you're like, uh, like what is it gonna do to us? And like we don't have, you know, we don't know what happens to someone who had COVID twenty years down the line, right? So we're all kind of fucked as a man as a as a race, right? But that's okay. We kind of suck as indiv- like as a species, anyways, right? God damn it! I can't talk today. Do Good you have fog brain too, Rod? Is that what's happening? I do. You're just fog. I do. I didn't go to work today. We're recording a day early because Kin is like awesome and uh, is East Coast time, so she's a a couple day like a couple hours ahead of us, and so like we just thought that shooting the shit on a Monday would make everything easier. So 
<laughs> yeah, Mondays. Okay, so we're, appreciate Mondays it. fucking rule. Anyways, anyone that says Mondays don't, they just, I don't know. I, I've, are you? I'm just like this weird, stupid, positive person now. I'm that person that you just fucking hate because I love it. <laughs> it's awesome to be positive. Yeah, so, so Josh, basically, Josh wants to get into a fight with Garfield the cat, and uh, I would pay to see it. I would pay to see Josh fighting Garfield the cat. So, you okay. can make any day great, by the way. Any day. <laughs> you can. You can. Okay. So, we have two movies we're talking about today. So, we're going to like hyper fast forward through everything. But I want to say, Ken, what have you been up to? I know you've been playing. You're one of the many, many, many of the cult of uh, the cults of the lamb. Um, I know you're very into the occult. And you were like the first person I saw playing that game. And then Twitch became Cult of the Lamb. So. I know you're having a blast with that, uh, but what else have you been up to? I mean, you could talk called called the lamb also, but like, what has been going on in little Kin's life? Um, let's see. I'm learning how to play chess for the first time. Oh, yes, I fucking love that chess. Is, I I really hope that it gets easier because <laughs> <laughs> it's strategic oh. though. Like just like poker, if you get like really into poker, you start learning the strategy. Of, behind like right seven moves ahead it's like you start like knowing like oh if they do this this and this i can potentially do this it's it's That's i don't what know i've started doing like we've been st- i started out playing just against computers and stuff and then um we had to do some uh it work in myrtle beach and um i played on my phone like the whole way down against nice. a computer and then eventually, you know, you get so tired and like zoned out that you're like, I don't know why this thing keeps telling me mistake or <laughs> whatever. I don't care. Just move the pieces. And then I got home and I played and I was like, okay, you know, like I feel pretty good about this. And then I played with somebody from the community and I was like, wow, I am dumb and have no business existing. <laughs> I, but, I think it's one of those games where it's like, it's so people have become, I mean, we know how old chess is. It's a real old game, but like mm-hmm. people have been playing it, you know, forever, right? Like there are a bit people who are like, you know, our age, you know, in their thirties who have been playing since they were like five, you know, it's like a lot of people play early. So it's like, you can't get on yourself too hard about it because it's, uh, but the people that play it in the, like the, the chess community and like the Twitch community that plays chess, they're, they're really fucking nice. hardcore though. Like they're they so hardcore. good. But they're super nice. They're so nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've had a lot of people from the chess community that'll drop by. Because my thing is now I'm going to do it once a week to, like, get better with it on stream anyway. And they'll drop by and they're like, hey, how's it going now? Like, have you figured this out? Do you know about this? Or, oh, why don't you do that? And, like, it's it's been really good. It's been really interesting. So we started that. And, um, I mean, pretty much everything's relatively the same. I'm still, like working out every day i'm still i'm getting back into running uh my lego obsession has gotten obscene um it's a problem <laughs> I, and my light is flickering i don't know what's going on i'm sorry ghost ghost I love it's it. a ghost i mean it's funny with the uh your lego obsession because it makes it reminds me of my wife's pop funko obsession and <laughs> She literally now has a room, one of the rooms she ordered like four giant shelves that are like, because our our house has, I mean, has like no shelving or anything like built into it, right? So we have like, she filled up four shelves with like Harry Potter and Marvel and uh, 
and what else is in there? Harry Potter and Marvel. There are other things. Like she has like Sailor Moon pop Funkos and shit like that. So like, and I'm like, honey, you have a problem. She's like, I don't have a problem. I'm like you have a problem, honey. You have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, these shelves used to be organized like that, and now they're whatever the heck this is at this yep. point. I mean, it's everywhere. So it's chaos. Good it's... luck and Godspeed with that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe me. I've just kind of taken to the fact that I'm like along for the fucking ride. I'm like, this is this is where I am now. I, I think I of have... Bob's Burgers with Gene, where he's like, "This is me now." <laughs> yeah, I have Legos, and so there's there's empty boxes there because they're collectibles. There's a box there that was mailed without a box. There's another empty box in my bedroom. There is there next to the bathroom in the bedroom. There's about three thousand dollars worth of Legos in boxes. Wow, <laughs> just piled yeah, up. But to the ceiling. Lego is not cheap though, so it's it, so yeah. expensive, and they're gifts. It's not like people have yeah, like. Yeah. It's not like I've gone out and spent three grand on Legos, but like there's those. And then they're like random sets that are built all over the house and like sets that I've taken apart to put light kits in and like flowers. (laughs) It's a problem. Classy Katie had on stream the other day, uh, like she didn't start it, but she had a a, uh, BB-8 Lego set that I think someone had gifted her. And I'm like, Katie, that's not like I can't tell you that that's a good idea because Katie's house does not have room for the Legos. And the the Star Wars ones are so good. I just did my R2-D2. I did that when my parents had COVID. I've just did like, I want the Millennium Falcon so bad, but it's like $800. My friend growing up had like a whole room devoted to, like he made all the Star Wars like, shit out of just whatever because there was no sets back way back then yeah and he had like right. 10 foot fucking star destroyers and stuff and he that's a whole so room cool. devoted i'm like oh my god yeah, yeah it was great the titanic is like that it's huge and then like i have the typewriter that looks like the typewriter in dr erin uh the shining hi hello <laughs> hey. oh hi that i built that's back here that functions which Dude, is what? wild. That's sick. Yeah, it uh, doesn't print, but my it's really my buddy cool. had that got that last year and was like wrote a letter on it or some shit or something. You like can that. actually put ink actually, on it. I don't no know if you can put ink on it. That's but dope. It's so, like these, they'll move and the paper Sweet. moves down around. I may have it locked, but like this will move and then you can like slide it back down. And Why did I think that you could actually put ink on it? Maybe I'm crazy. You might be know. able to. I mean, like there might be a way. Somebody's probably modded it too, yeah. but it's really cool. It's very heavy. It's very intricate. I love it. There was, it's one of the harder sets I've done. There was a uh, wrestler on the independent scene who like how she got heat to be a bad guy, a.k.a. a heel. She literally dropped a Millennium Falcon like, like Lego set and just crushed and then you just hear like <laughs> it was like a little independent show right so like it's not like real like you know wwe where there's like fifteen thousand people this is like you know a couple hundred people and she's dropping a, a millennium falcon just to get some heat and that video got uh, tons of views on the internet and it made me laugh so i was like that's oh, actually pretty like good idea because you're gonna piss off a bunch of star wars nerds and they're gonna oh yeah go. and then the lego nerds there's a lego masters builder group online that does like shows and stuff and they've got yeah. television shows uh somebody like they were making like full-size motorcycles and stuff that you could actually like turn one of the judges was showing off that you could turn it and pushed it and it fell and exploded 
exploded. And I was oh. like, my insides hurt. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, because we all know it's like such a, I mean, it's a time investment. It's a thing like it's an investment with all that space investment, money investment, all those things. But it's like, I don't know, man. I think it's that, I think there are so many people our age in their 30s, especially who like, there was stuff they didn't get to do and have like, I mean, I know you have a step kid. Our age, grandpa. You were not that much younger it's, than me. I'm you just motherfucker. busting your balls because your birthday's know, next week. Come you, on. No, next Happy week it's in two days. Two days, Happy Josh. Birthday two days. To yeah. run. But um, I think there's like a lot of things where I think that like a lot of us have decided that we don't want our own kids, and so we like pick up hobbies and shit that can be more expensive and can be like more in depth and stuff like that, right? And it's just like. I'm just, I'm replacing my camera setup on, you know, for my streaming and whatnot. I'm like, stuff that I couldn't do. Yeah, but you, you know, like, I, it's all relative yeah. to what you're into and stuff as well. Like, you yeah. stream all the time. It is your number one hobby. And yep. it's an investment in what you love, regardless. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm really into road bikes this year. So every time I get a spare second or, you know, dollar... It's going into that to make my life easier while doing that because I do it so often that it's like, oh, man, the repetitive motion is really hurting. I need to fix that with something. And you just figure it out, right? Whereas you're on there. like, (laughs) We want to see your sexy face in HD finally. So come on. It will be coming. It will be coming. Josh, I just want you to get the bike from It's Always Sunny, the the (laughs) exercise bike. To, Josh thought about that for a second. Oh the, my the, god! That guy just hosted uh, Jimmy Kimmel live, and I'm like, he, he looks like a very little man in in reality, which makes all four of those you know people very little people. But okay, have you Anything, watched their Josh, podcast? The It's Always Sunny podcast. It's actually pretty good. Uh-uh. It's it's no. more ADD than fucking our podcast, so you'll love it. Which is saying a lot because this is <laughs> ADD like the fine man. Yeah. Okay, Josh. I was going to oh, say, my wife I, and I was go over quick, real quick, what we've been up to. I, my wife and I went through, we've been watching Orville and, and I wonder having why. a blast with that. I mean, it has, Katie Peters has uh, uh, something to do with it, but like <laughs> her and her and I've had other people tell me to watch it. And finally it was like on my schedule. Uh, Game of Thrones came out last night, which I have not watched yet. And then I think that's about all. It's, I don't know, man. I, I, had like the biggest watch for a launch or something. Like 10 yeah. million people watched it last night. In HBO I, history, yeah. I yeah. tried and then I got bored and turned it off. I was, it was I like a weird, it was a weird yeah. like night. I was trying to like watch, I even tried to watch She-Hulk and I was like, no. And then I tried, dra- no. And then I just like turned on yeah. YouTube and had it on in the background and did other stuff. Yeah. I'm too ADD tonight. No, I can't. <laughs> it makes sense. Hey, what, are you been up to anything else? You were watching anything else outside of our little horror things, Josh? That well, not this week because two movies in one week. Yeah, that that was uh, that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched Shining a couple months back with a wife who had never seen all of it, so we sat through all of it again. So like. I didn't Although, watch that again because I'm so happy you told me there was a director's cut for Doctor Sleep because I didn't even fucking know that and I was like yeah. the theatrical version, <laughs> yeah. Like we'll we'll get you hooked up. Don't worry. Uh, I'll, I'll make yep. sure you're hooked up at. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the director's cut. Oh, I'm so happy you told me about that because like 
I brought up this movie several times on the podcast in the past, and uh, the theatrical version, I was like, man, it it was so close to being so good. And then it just kind of like at the end and the director's cut, I was just like, why? Why wasn't this the thing I saw in theaters? This was so good. So I, I don't know. It smooths that last half an hour out 100%. a lot. Well, it adds yeah. another half an hour on as well. And I think it, he intended it to be that way. So yep. it, it makes Mike, sense. Mike Flanagan is so fucking good, man. Like I need he, to watch that. I love Mike Flanagan. Yeah. I love Mike Flanagan. I've seen... Almost all the things he's done now, and there's one of his earlier horror movies that, like, I'm like, okay, I need to go check this out. But I was telling Josh we need to do Oculus someday because Oculus is to. so metal and is really up Josh's alley, right? Because it that movie goes <laughs> that movie goes hard in the paint, especially the ending. And uh, he I think loves I to just fuck with his characters and the audience for that matter. Like everything oh, I've, yeah. ever, I've ever watched now, I'm just like, holy shit. You're just like torturing your main characters right now, and then just m- more and longer, and it's stretched yeah. out. And I'm like, holy shit! I'm, I'm kind of surprised that, that he didn't put his wife anywhere in this film in in Doctor Sleep. Like he's got like some of his other usuals going around, like the tall guy from um from um Gerald's Game is in this, right? Who mm-hmm. like they don't know is real for most of that movie. She thinks she's imagining. And, and the husband from, from Gerald's game is in this. Cause I think Gerald's game came out in like 2018. So it was like, he shot that and then went right into this. And, uh, it is, I, the, the guy's just storytelling is just so sublime. And it, it, he had a hard job, man, because if, if you know anything about the shining and we'll talk about the shining here, but like the shining was, uh, not adapted directly from Stephen King's work. Stanley Kubrick's crazy ass did like his own thing with a lot of the film. Like, and there was a lot of things that kind of had to be in a weird state. And that, like that starts from like the opening scene with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Good. And he, there was, there was, I, well, has anyone here watched that documentary where it like deep dives, like room two, three, seven started it. It, I like, got about halfway. That's the that's a good place to stop, to be honest. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I, it goes like off the rails and like into just straight up like. But if you watch it like this and blah, blah, and they you watch it like, upside down, yeah, from seriously, the back it goes like conspiracy theory, like crazy, and it's like halfway. I, I, you had me. I was on board, yeah. and then it just like, oh my god, it gets crazy. But that's like, why I brought up the typewriter and the yeah. poster of this because I was like, oh, dude, you use. Ken and Ken Ken loves conspiracy theories, and when you go and you go, she. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm I'm very similar to you. Like, I find them interesting and intriguing. But I'm like, when you start believing the Earth is flat, or like, you know, like, like Kubrick wanted to make his own movie too. Like, he burned the like he shows the other car burned up because there was like a note. Yeah. That's Stephen King was like, no, like it's this car. You have to use this car. He's like, fuck you. And then he burns it instead and uses his own car. So yeah, Kubrick was Kubrick like, was... fuck you, man. I'm doing my own thing. Like the whole ending, the whole ending is yeah. like, and the fact that Flanagan was able to pick up from the ending that was like just thrown at his feet yeah. and have to rebuild because the, the book is completely different. The whole yeah. ending and everything is completely different. But it's an and adaptation. That was... Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, it's completely different, and it's an adaptation, and it's it's his love letter or whatever. But like, not not Flanagan's, but he just 
It's just like it when they made it, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Are they gonna do the shit with the turtle?" Like because right. if they do, it's gonna be a shitty fucking movie, and you can't adapt well, that. And there's no way, like, no one would like a lot, that. I mean, you don't take out the the eleven year old gangbang that yeah, happens well, that in the middle. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's stuff in that book where you're just like, "Well, I mean, it's Stephen King, man. It's like it's Stephen King has never been like you kind of have to shy away from a lot of things with him, and you're sitting there going." Okay, I mean, I, why did Kubrick I mean, like he's a fucking genius and The Shining is it still holds up and is so iconic. Doing oh yeah, that, absolutely. like, uh, like I said last week, doing that poster, I was like, what, what images can I show that aren't iconic because it's been done and done and everyone yeah. knows like so much about this movie. It's, it's just. Iconic. I mean, that carpet is one of the most iconic things in cinema. Yep. And and something that you see, I mean, it's like everywhere, right? Like, like the conjecturing podcast, which is on our our podcast network, has the like you know the carpet as like part of the background of their logo and stuff like that. It's just an iconic thing. I mean, here's oh, yeah. Johnny. I can, is I can edit. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Here, here's Johnny is one of the most like you know iconic lines in all of cinema, right? And it's like here's yeah. Johnny and like red rum. All these things that are just like red rum. Red rum. Yes. And it's just they they he leaves so much of it and I we all know Stephen King has has been a what do you your dual <laughs> man, Josh is editing the shit as we're going. No, like, it's so his, her uh, audio comes through still. It, it wasn't oh, okay. before. There we go. Her her uh this, his endings his endings <laughs> are notoriously, you know, shit on right i mean it's such oh, a yeah. thing that he was shitting on his own endings in uh in what it chapter two right where they he was in the bookstore right and he was like shitting on like endings of books and all this shit so oh, it's like right yeah well you, but that's i think that's him like poking fun at the fact that he couldn't do that and like yeah and the well and the fact that he is infamously bad at ending books so it was like yeah <laughs> so i don't know i <laughs> I always thought Stephen King's short stories translate to films the best, and which is like a weird thing saying. Because Just end like, everything like The Mist, and I'll be happy. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> no one's happy at the end of that book, man. I, I like, am. I love when, uh, like, it's just not satisfying at all, and it. I don't know. No, that's one of the darkest endings of a film of all time, man. Like. It was, I saw somebody, uh, one of those, you know, one of those people that does the like action figures of horror movies and like puts them out, like makes them custom. He did like the four shell casings from the mist and oh like God. in the, in the action figure. Oh I'm my like, God. yeah, that one, that one, that one's dark and that one's dark. <laughs> it's just so um, not satisfying. And I, well, but that's the same thing. Like, Going into Doctor Sleep, like I'm gonna jump all over the place because, like, the theatrical version, yeah, it was like they cut off parts and then it felt very heavy-handed at the end of the movie. Whereas, add that extra half an hour and lead up, everything felt so justified and needed at the end, and it explained everything so well. Whereas, like, I don't know, like it's like a Hollywood thing; it has to be either a a good ending or more ne- weaponized nostalgia nowadays like yeah i always bring up jurassic it, no, world I, it's just yeah. 
I can't wait. I can't wait to to watch the director the director's cut for it because oh, it. So our our buddy Jerry, uh, he told me about the director's cut because I, I I bought the Blu-ray a couple months back and like just put it in today, um, but like that like Josh had the same thing with me like a lot the the ending the ending in the original cut of the film feels like like Mike Flanagan didn't make it. Like yes. it was, you know, it was very like the studio was like wanting more horror because it, my wife said it today while we were watching it. This movie does, I mean, the Dr. Sleep really doesn't feel like a horror movie. It feels like a, it's like a, there are horror elements and like a lot of the, a lot of the horror elements in it are actually stuff carried over from the shining, like the score, the score and the, like how they use the shining score in to like influence that mood of everything. Well, when they kill and, that kid. That's horrific. Yeah, that, like that well, yeah, scene is really like it's gnarly. it's almost like it's almost like serial killery, like though, right? Like we talk about it, like right? It's and, and that's fine. We're, I'm not complaining about it. It's that it's a a Flanagan does his thing where it's like he's storytelling and has those horror elements as he goes along the way, right? Where The Shining and, is very like uh, in your head and about going crazy mm-hmm. and like that. Yeah being super horrific because he's just terrifying and that's like i I, what was it uh when we were talking about the black phone ethan hawk did an interview he's like i i haven't i know and he's like i i haven't wanted to play like a bad guy because i know if something came that was like juicy enough for me to want to play i didn't want to do the jack nicholson thing because he did the shining and then after that you just see him as like that and like, what is he gonna like pick up a bat and come? You know, like he's just he did it too well. I didn't want to have that be. You know, every time I play a, a different character, you just mm-hmm. see me as like this now because it's, you know, I yeah. Well, Bill Skarsgård is going to be Pennywise the clown oh, for the 100%. rest of his like. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He did it too it's, well. Then, yeah. Well, and I mean, without spoiling other things, I mean, there's a lot of his family that's in a lot yeah. of other parts of that universe as yeah. time goes on. So yeah, he, that whole uh, family the show is fucking great. was really good. <laughs> What'd you say, Ken? The stand show was oh, really good. I remember and watching families in there. So. Yeah, I remember watching that as a kid, like on like ABC or whatever. Like ABC was always the one that did all those like Stephen King. Uh, like, like miniseries, uh, right? Rose Red or whatever, and yeah, yeah. The Langoliers, which, by the way, still has the funniest CGI of all time. It with the, really the, does. The, the meatball monsters from like whatever the other dimension. They're like eating them, and it's just like because that was like early '90s, right after like after uh, Jurassic Park and shit, right? That or like right around the Jurassic Park time where CGI was becoming a thing. It was just like. Oh no! And yeah. it's it's the same. And when you look at a lot of that early CGI, and you're just like, Ugh. like go back and watch Alien Three, which yeah. isn't like a perfect movie for a lot of reasons. But like the the Alien when they CG it is just like, <laughs> yeah. But that's like that's another case of like the studio coming in and fucking yeah. with the movie completely. Yep. And yep. that's uh, what David Fincher's like. I'll never yep. let that happen to me ever again. I had yep. a vision. They came and shat all over me. I took it because I was young in my career, and that was yep. what put me like, no, never again. I like, 
fuck and he all went, of fuck you. you guys i'm gonna go make seven and you're like yeah which when when the craziest like development of films ever because like what's in the, the work, box which is still <laughs> was so good <laughs> it's so good seven's so good have any of you um, seen the the shining mini series it was out in 97 I have tried to find, I finally found a version of it. I've been looking for a version of it for a while. Uh, I finally found a version, but it was so like distorted and hard to watch. Like yeah. visually, not like the big, so like I've been trying to find it. Have you found one? I I have, I just learned about it today. So I will, mm -hmm. uh, I'll update you on that. <laughs> I, that's, I mean, it's such a weird thing to try to re redo, man. It's, it's. The Shining, as we talked about, like as like it was only it's three so episodes. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing that they ran into and that even King commented on in like 2016 was that um, you know he was never supposed to be crazy from the start. It was supposed to be a very slow descent into madness, yeah. and instead they were like, "Here's this dude. Eh, he might be a little bit off. Oh no, he's he's gone. Yeah. Like we're yeah. no and like I think." <sighs> Speaking of ADD, I don't even know how we got here. What's up? Oh, the <laughs> miniseries. Yeah. The miniseries is supposed to do a lot better I job. I love you, Ken. I love you. Oh, that was amazing. That's so, <laughs> like, I spent a lot of time jumping around in rabbit holes and trying to reconnect the dots, and I was not getting yeah, back. But the miniseries I, is supposed to do a better job of that. That's I, – I don't – like. I think that he might exaggerate how quickly he goes nuts in this. Like, it's not – I think there's a lot with like his. I mean, they were addressed that in Doctor Sleep too, right? That his his yeah. like this guy was angry. Like the only thing Danny could like ever you know get into the mind of his father because he died when he was five was like the anger and the like that that feeling of what you find at the bottom of a bottle because his dad was a functioning like was almost a functioning alcoholic. I mean, that was why he took this job to get away from everything so he could go out in the mountains and you know be left alone so he could just write and and you know but like Stephen King's moving a lot of his trauma of his personal you know alcoholism into this stuff and like like it is you could see I mean we all know Stephen King had his giant crash what was that in the 90s right like the late 90s he had that crash um but like just alcoholism and what it did to him I mean, you ever hear why uh, uh, Maximum Overdrive was such a weird movie, like, besides the plot of it, but, like, Stephen King was the only time he directed anything, and he was coked out of his mind the entire film. Um, the 80s were a weird time, man. And they really <laughs> Isn't that Van Damme on, like, every one of his movies, apparently? Uh, I don't Especially know, Especially Street I... Fighter. Like, I heard the, they had, like, a special side budget just for Van Damme's, like, coke. <laughs> I still never saw that movie. I've never seen it's, the, any. Watch it. It is fucking. It's just like so perfectly nineties, but it just. Yeah. They would never make anything like that ever again. Well, especially with yeah. like you know Marvel and whatever. But like, holy shit, where we've come from. <laughs> I mean, we were. Uh, I went and talked to uh, uh, Handle Scare. Uh, talked to American Psycho with them. We were talking about the scene where they're all just doing coke in the bathroom, like. Quiet down here. I'm trying to do drugs because the eighties were the eighties were the eighties, right? So it was a lot of cocaine. Um, and that's where but, Rod lives. 
in I the eighties. Dude, I don't in do the cocaine. I, I can't afford cocaine. I can't. I can't afford cocaine. What are you talking in, about? He lives in the eighties, not in the cocaine. Oh, I don't love. I live. I don't love different. or live. I've never done cocaine. Like also, I always fear. Like so, this is the completely from a perspective of someone who's never done cocaine. One, I hear it doesn't last very long. But two, like, if you have ADHD, I do speed every day. Like, I, I'm right, like, yeah, like, right. I, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's. I'm like, I just feel like it would be a bigger waste. And someone who grew up with, like always wasn't financially stable as a kid, like you know, my family. I'm like, eh, it's just like the same thing I have with gambling. Gambling is like, yeah, that seems like not. No, nope, doesn't seem like I have anything tangible to take out of it, and that's why having something tangible, um, like I to show for what you did, like which isn't always necessary, but like gambling just seems like I always take Brian from a uh, Family Guy. He goes, "The lottery is just an extra tax for stupid people." <laughs> that line always like holds like you know power in my mind because I'm like, yeah, it just seems like no, nope. Not giving you the government more of my money that, like, you know, I don't have. So, well, fair enough, yeah. Rod. Fair. fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I okay. Don't, I don't gamble either, and I don't do coke either. So I, I totally I don't agree do with coke, you. But I do gamble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not I, as much as I used to, but uh. I, I'll do it occasionally. I'll go to a like a like a casino and stuff they have cool casinos local but like i used to work for the canadian poker tour for years and years and years so like i was in casinos and that was my life for a long time and i feel like because that was and i was playing poker a lot and stuff it i get i guess that's a form of gambling but it's more like a skill game when you're like hanging out with all the pros that this is their life they are so good at it they make so much fucking money. It's like it's even hard to see it as like straight up gambling when you're yeah. around it for that long. But I don't yeah. know. Now that I don't do just poker, it's hard for me to even like want to go back to the casino because I made it my just, job, right? Just my like whole di- like mentality shifted once I started streaming full time. I didn't yeah. feel comfortable gambling anymore. Yeah, and like it wasn't necessary. I mean, like obviously the the ability to. Um, be stable and whatnot is is like key but also i was like i don't feel comfortable knowing that like obviously the money you make is money you make and you can treat it however you wish like 100 percent if you're a full-time thing yeah but like at the same time i don't feel comfortable being like oh here's this i'm gonna go spend it on this but i mean i still do it on occasion but i don't i don't gamble like i used to Whenever Zeke plays poker and or uh, he plays blackjack on his streams, it's like it never lasts very long, and it's always the chat throwing money at him too while he's doing it because they know like otherwise he's like gonna really quit quickly, and it's just mm-hmm. like it's like yeah, this is it. Just it depends, but yeah, it's it always just seems like it's if you don't have money to throw away, and I I don't know even when it, I have a good salary and whatnot, I feel like I'm like. I'm a little more hesitant, you know. I'm a little more like, eh, it's like the growing up poor thing, and you're like, I don't want to be poor, you know. I don't. I'd rather don't buy wanna... my nice neighbor lady more Funko Pops and maybe some exactly. popcorn at Alamo House. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and we can translate because gambling's an addiction, just like Jack has his addiction to. Oh, the segue! 
Mm. Boom. Oh, that deserves a moose. I, it's a fucking I, moose, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's funny because I, I really do appreciate what Flanagan was able to do in, like, especially the, the last hour of Dr. Sleep of kind of explaining what really is wrong with Overlook and why it is it had the effect I don't on know Jack why that it I did. didn't under like it, I, I I just really don't understand how one extra half an hour made everything to me make more sense whereas like I I did see this right when it came out in theaters was so fucking yep. pumped to see it I was obsessed with the shining coming up and like I don't know why just that made it it felt like a rainbow it was <laughs> because I th- because the one you you seen it so you kind of like were, okay yeah your, your expectations like you kind of knew what was happening but like mm-hmm. that and then like I think that extra half an hour just smooths out the film I think the the it, pacing wise I I was saying to Josh before you came on Ken I was like I was like I don't know why they thought that putting a two and a half hour horror movie in the cinema was okay but three no no that's way too, it's like. You're you're just adding an extra half an hour with a movie that you're like already you're limiting our audience one because it's rated R two it's two and a half hours long so you're like so you're gonna cut off like an extra half an hour which is funny because this came out in 2019 which was the same year Avengers Endgame came out and like that was just about to say that three hour like three hours plus right and it's like I think that if you put on entertaining films. Three hours can be done. Like Josh and I talk about all the time with our super ADHD. Ninety minutes is a pretty good spot. Like, and I, I I was stopping. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I stopped today at two hours to go do something like go to the bathroom or something like that. And I'm like, it's two hours already. Like this, the the cut of it with like the director's cut, it just it flows smoothly all the way through. And it's like. Kind of like but the shining, like the shining. Everyone is so good looking in this movie too, though. Come on, like Rebecca Ferguson <laughs> is just like eye candy, and Ewan McGregor is just eye candy too. So like, it's yeah. just, come on, dude, it's, it's just too even, easy to watch. All, all except for the tall man, like who is like it was got the weird like looks about him, and then they. But, but fl- he's Flanagan supposed, always makes you can't have everyone yeah. be like, "Wow, you're really good looking." And I love that she even like says, "Holy shit, you're handsome" in the movie because like I don't feel like that is in the movies as often anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know because you're you have a bunch of good looking actors, right? It's like you have. Ewan McGregor, who's been doing it for a long time. And, Although, and when he has a beard, I was just like, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I just, you yeah, gotta shave yeah. the fucking beard because you're just <laughs> Obi-Wan with a beard, so. It's it's funny seeing him at the beginning of, the sh- of, of Doctor Sleep when he's a fucking mess because you're not, like... Used to seeing I, that, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, since, what, Train Spotting, right? Train Spotting was right. oh, pretty God. early on his career, which is still never fi- a film I've never seen because I'm like... Whoa, what? I've never seen film uh, Train Spotting. It's that's a too much heroin for me. I saw I saw what do you call it? Requiem for a seen, Dream. I haven't seen Train Spotting. It's about heroin addiction. Very. Uh, oh okay. It's not a very fun movie, but it's him and a bunch of uh, like young British kids. Oh, it's like, super either. indie and just gritty and like. Yeah. It's well done, but it's yeah, it's not like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go have fun and watch Train Spotting like. <laughs> I mean, it's not a yeah. It it's not something that you go. It's very oh, like okay. punk rock, I guess. Also, I 
I didn't realize this as I'm looking through the 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 shining credits. Danny Torrance was played by uh, Danny Lloyd was the actor's name. Mm-hmm. He only has three credits, and one of them's The Shining. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Two of them is Will, the autobiography of G. Gordon Liddy in 1982. And then Dr. Sleep is his third credit. He's a spectator somewhere in the... Yeah, in the, I, uh, right at the beginning of the film. You can see him. His his face just stands out like crazy. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't He's notice. like a teacher or something. Because when they were making The Shining, he didn't know. I mean, I'm sure you guys know this, but yeah. they, he didn't know it was a horror movie. Like, he thought that it was just like... They kept him in the dark. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, they didn't even let him see it when it came out. Well, good. Yeah, the little, the little fucker would have been like, would have been like a drunk, like the adult version of him if he would have seen this shit, man. It's right? like, it, it it's funny because, it, uh, The Shining is all psychological horror, but it does have, I mean, mostly psychological horror, right? But it does have some like, I mean, the the bathtub ladies, like the pretty like, they you know, really like call out a lot of that shit in in doctor sleep too though they like yeah they do because it's because they're the 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 entities whatever they are they don't really they very vague with what those things are right like uh but i love the the visual of him like overcoming it in the box and like yeah yeah Yeah. what's in the box (laughs) we're back to what's in the box again well it's it's such a cool idea because like you have to you have to think about it it's that it's the thing where it's like what what would happen to this kid who went through this shit like his dad is chasing him with an axe his mother has lost her goddamn mind because his dad is chasing them with an axe and just like they were already not well off i mean like because his jack had a hard time keeping a job because of his drinking and just like now he's an author and it's like they never i don't know if the book can uh, maybe you can answer this if he actually ever wrote anything that was out there or not like i don't remember him ever writing anything he was a teacher and he yeah. was let go of from his position for alcohol and hitting a kid or like yeah. something along those lines and then he also hit danny or like broke danny's broke arm. his arm yeah because he, but, he knocked some papers or whatever yeah and he's reading he a playboy in the lobby before his like uh, <laughs> which is so random. <laughs> I think it was way more like Playboy was probably way more like casual back then, like right because you were like it actually did have articles and shit. You know, like all that stuff. No internet, obviously, but <laughs> it's a little weird. Like showing up to a job interview. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, just don't mind me. I was just, I was just, just reading, reading my, my Playboy. <laughs> I was just reading my Playboy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's why. Sir, you're a very attractive man, but this hard-on is not for you. This is from the Playboy I was reading in the lobby. Um, you're a very handsome man, but I'm only into my weird-looking wife. Um, <laughs> I, I always say my wife was commenting, too. One of the best things that, that Flanagan was able to do was the, the, the lookalikes, like the well, Danny no, it lookalike. It was Playgirl. It wasn't even Playboy. It was Playgirl. He was reading a Play Girl? Yeah, he's reading a Play Girl magazine. Man. That's like when he gets up from the chair, you see the cover yeah. and it says Play Girl. I thought it was Play Girl and I, yeah. Oh, man. So Jack Nicholson was like, uh, I mean, Jack Torrance was like, 
Dick. No, it's weird. Also, they had Jack, Jack Torrance, and then Danny and Danny, like Danny mm-hmm. Lloyd and Danny Torrance. Which is another thing. Poor, poor Shelley, though. I d- do you blame them though? What what fucking Stanley Kubrick did to this entire? I mean, mostly fucking. You don't hear about anyone else really being fucked with, but he destroyed Shelley Duvall. Like he, the shit he did to her. The stuff he did to her was insane, but yep. like she was also super coked out of her mind. Yeah, from what I understand, but like the shit, like making her, well, she, he made all of them do it, but like making her be locked in a room by herself yeah. and like reshooting her scenes hundreds of times and like screaming at her and all kinds of stuff to yeah. keep her on edge. Like she was. Yeah, yeah. it's it was funny because we talk about for like stuff like that nowadays. Oh yeah, well, I mean. Yeah. It's we were talking about like all the crazy things when I went and talked about uh, American Psycho with uh, Hannibal Scare and how they you know like they shot the scene like three different ways and then put it together. But Kubrick's just like, yeah, I'm gonna do insane shit and scream at you and like it's I don't know. I think that well, it's a I reoccurring. Did hear more recently, the Lighthouse um, Eggers was yelling at like the two main at uh yeah, yeah at robert and uh he, and, robert uh, pattinson William. yeah he said that it was like fucking hell it was just weren't like, they really? re- yeah weren't they a little drunk for a lot of the shooting also like because i you don't ever know. see like he was just trying I to think... make it like as realistic as possible so he was just like doing a okay. shit ton of takes and like throwing like water but... in their face when they weren't looking and stuff because they would like it was <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're gonna make something realistic where you have killer mermaids that are just destroying <laughs> shit up. Like, I, it is, yeah. It, I don't know, man. I, I, I think that art, uh, like uh, artists in general and directors, are definitely like up there with and are like when it comes to like the world of art. But you don't get normal people, normal like to, they get really successful. I mean. Look at Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino was a fucking weirdo. I like, I really love his films, right? But he's a fucking weirdo. He's yeah, but you don't feet. love his films as much as he loves feet. So, <laughs> no, but <laughs> I didn't know that. That's glorious. No, oh, <laughs> go watch a Quentin Tarantino has a giant foot fetish. Go watch any of his movies, no. and you're just like, well, like you're oh like, oh my god, it makes sense. Yes. Though. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has a because he was in. Um, what was that one with the vampires, the Rodriguez film? And then he... Uh, uh, from Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn. And then he rewrote a scene where there's a, a, a toe sucking, and then he cast Salma Hayek to do the, the foot. So, yeah, the shot off of he her caught, foot. And yeah. himself to be the guy sucking the foot. So it's... Yep. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And the, like, the whole foot massage scene in, uh, in Gloria's Bastards, and it's just like... It's a lot. He there's a something whole, I d- like long shot in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where just the feet pushed up against the car window are in frame and the rest of the shot is be just behind the feet. It's just feet. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like here you go. Yeah, we're here. He's, well, he needs some material for later, right? He's raising a small <laughs> child <laughs> in in like in Jerusalem. His wife must be Jewish. I like I I don't think he's Jewish, but like. He's raising his child in Jerusalem. I'm like, that's he's an, footish. You're, he's a f- <laughs> god damn it, god damn it. Um, oh fuck, oh, fuck man. <laughs> I so like the the entry like the 
the oddities. <laughs> God damn it. The moose. What? What? It's not a moose, but the the murder moose. Oh, oh fuck. you just see his entire face just go. I, it's just like it's like. <laughs> I'm on a very, very thin rail here, Josh. You're Josh so is like, not impressed by anything I do, Rod. I'm impressed by you, Josh. <laughs> I'm impressed by you. Um, but it's, I, I do think, I, I don't think many, like, I don't know. I, I was thinking about it while I was watching this today. And I think that the only people that even compare to Flanagan's work in modern horror is like, is like, Jordan Peele and like I, I I hate to tell you though Jordan Peele's catalog doesn't yeah, have what about like James Wan man the- like just for sheer like like he's made nothing but massive I, James, billion dollar franchises out of his horror films James, James Wan, Wan was the other James yeah. Wan was the other one I was gonna mention uh but like but man I just love everything he's done like everything that Flanagan is even like better. And he'll actually make stuff more horrific. Like James Wong can make stuff like jump scary, and he's yeah. good at like writing a bunch of secondary characters that have legs for days and can have their own franchises and stuff. But Flanagan will actually do way more horrific things in yeah. his movies, and I appreciate that more than anyone else mentioned. I'm so excited for Fall of the House of Usher, and I'm so excited for The Midnight Club. Or yeah. Midnight Society, whichever, whatever. I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. D- have is you that like, gone in? Are You Afraid of the Dark spinoff or something? Midnight Society? It's, it's the same <laughs> no, kind of book. thing. Yeah, oh, it's okay. the same kind of like telling scary stories, right? Wait, like is Are You Afraid of the Dark or... a Canadian thing? Or do you know what I'm talking about? No, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. But yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah, I guess because they are telling stories, but there's yeah. like, it's a little bit different. The The whole plot of it, it's it's... I'm really excited for it. I got a book version of it. I read the book. I thought it was really good. I'm yeah. really excited for it. the people that they've got cast. Like some of the people that they've cast for it are going to be fabulous. And then fall, the fall of the house of Usher or whatever. Like whole oh, that lineup. Oh, it's so. It's... Wait, they made a fucking limited series of Are You Afraid of the Dark in 2019, and I didn't yeah. watch it. It what was the on fuck. Net- it was on Netflix, I think. I watched like one or two episodes of it, and then like I it's don't think kids, I ever went obviously, back. But like, yeah, I well, dude, that's, that's we that's t- what I'm talking about. Those like we talk about accessible horror all the yes, time, and I like, like they Get are kids doing they into did horror because that's yeah. I grew dude, up. In, that, we grew up in the 80s and early 90s and shit, and that's like it was heavy on horror. Like yeah. Adam's family coming back, I love it, but it's not for kids anymore. It's for us yep. again and it looks mm-hmm. really fucking fun actually and yeah. I, I can't wait to see it. Um but make something well I guess they're putting it in Rob Zombie's hands with the monsters, which looks like shit and no kid is really gonna fucking want to watch it. I mean they don't they don't know anything about the monsters, right? But like I wait, hope it's I zombies doing the monsters? Yeah. Did you see the trailer the for trailers? it? I it, met the the dudes that are in it. They're at the Calgary Horcon. They're rad, and I like was taking their pictures and doing all that stuff. But it's like I don't. It sucks because like now I've met the people and yeah. they're rad, and it's like I don't want to like shit on it, but it doesn't look good. <laughs> the trailer the trailer just looks cheap. It looks real cheap, and it's just like I think that's the thing with zombies stuff, though, right? Like yeah. a lot of his stuff. Like I personally really, and and I know a lot of people hate this, and that's fine. But I loved Rob Zombie's Halloween. 
I I, I it liked was the first great. one a lot. The second one, yeah, I am I am the off. exact no. opposite. I I I rewatched <laughs> them last year. I like. I don't like Halloween the first one anymore. I like the second one. The second one I really? is it's not a Halloween movie, <laughs> but the fucking movie is brutal. It's shot beautifully. It the thing is I I I before I saw it I watched Lords of Salem. I love Lords of Salem. I didn't and like it. I didn't like it as much. Lords like, of Sa- I had to watch it twice. Yeah, it's like and not on the top, I, but it's not. I feel like yeah. he just did went off and did cool shit with. They're like. He was like, I'm going to make Michael a fucking murder hobo, and I don't give a fuck. And he just goes to town. And it's like, people are mad because he's like, you know, he says whatever. He talks at one point, and he does whatever. And there's the whole white horse. I that's think the, that's the second first movie, t- not the first one. That's what I'm talking about, the second yeah. one. I'm talking about, I love the second one. I think the second what? one is a, I hate the, I don't like the first one anymore because it just feels derivative. And then the second one yeah. feels like Rob Zombie actually but- did. He was I, I think his mask is the best. His sound design was the most yeah. brutal I've ever heard of any Halloween movie. It was so violent, yeah. and yeah. I love how dark his blood is. His his yeah. kill his death scenes were just as brutal because of the sound design. So yeah. I I put his up like close to the top of the list because of of those yeah. reasons. Dude. If you're gonna do a slasher movie. The death scenes have to be fucking brutal. I don't know. The sec, his second one, even people who hate it, the opening of that movie in the hospital, oh, yeah. fucking fantastic. Like it's just yeah. him. It's Michael going, okay, you want to go to ta- town, motherfuckers? And it just fucking it's it's it reminded me a lot of the things I liked in Halloween Kills, right? Where Halloween Kills is just Michael. My wife and I, my wife laughs so hard every time in Halloween Kills where he's like, he's like, oh, I'm just like doing an art project by murdering people like <laughs> i need to make this it's like i hope i'm not jerking two people off i'm good. stabbing people yeah what we, we disagree on kills because I, I like kills i don't i mean i do not. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's like one of the only is, movies i think you and i have ever disagreed on to be honest oh wait no uh what's that other one the, the the you did you did not like uh, crimes of the future yeah fuck and that I like I dig I dug crimes of the future a lot so it was a crime and of I, a movie <laughs> <laughs> shit man okay <laughs> I have to say though as we are, we're like going off which is what I expected because this is the three of us this is like ADHD in like hey we video have two format. movies in Sorry. front of us and we've talked <laughs> about them. Uh, we've talked to we've talked about like seventeen other movies. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's okay. but we did talk about these. It's yeah. doing good. It's like a tree it's, with branches. It's rabbit holes. It's and a it's rabbit like, hole of ideas, <laughs> of farts of Josh. <laughs> I need more bu- more buttons. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you need to refresh them. You need more moose noises or something like Please, that. Sir, may I have some more? <laughs> well, oh wait. In between that, oh, I, I oh know, god, I'm not even gonna it's, say it. Uh, it's, it's After probably Josh started calling has it me left clown your dick. stream. Has clown dick left your stream now? Like well, a, clown dick missed my left my stream, and now it's just been. I I don't even know the things that I I've I've gotten people photoshopping me regularly, <laughs> and 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 like they someone turned me into a uh, a fucking Jim Henson puppet now. <laughs> like there's depictions of Jim Henson with up his hand up my ass. They they took my fucking Princess Leia costume and oh yeah. 
I don't. Ken, did you see my pictures as Princess Leia? Because yes. that was a whole nother debacle of a something. But yeah, so here we are. I'm kind of sad that why... clown dick is gone, but you know, it had its time. So <laughs> I'm sure it will return. I'm sure it will. It's back. I'm sure. Ken's <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I here with these idiots? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I want to say, with The Shining is what it is. It, it is one of the best films of all time, and like. When a film, when it's a, a how a to horror, be a shit yeah. person, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, that also. But it's also how to make a horror film because yes. when you get the non-horror audience to like rave about your film, like just like go back to Jordan Peele that has been doing, you get you know that you've done something that is like so well done that the people who usually don't go into your these films are into it and uh the shot i mean like it is really not a super graphic film you get what two deaths in the film really like you have the the black guy uh scat uh, was man even supposed to die yeah which is that's and that's we'll get in like that second i'm not even supposed to be here and today, then, <laughs> not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> so yeah that was the two big th- differences right between one of the, two of the bigger differences at the end of the shining book they burn down the the, sh- the overlook hotel and uh at the they don't kill uh uh dick was it halloran is this how you say his last name yeah uh for yeah. some reason, Stanley was like, uh, fuck this guy. And just has this, uh, Jack, like, uh, axe him in the middle of the hallway. Hey, how's it going? Uh, axe. Yeah. Um, also, rewatching this, I, I think that, like, the one of the my favorite things about The Shining is still, like, just the, the dialogue scenes with Jack and the, the bartender because yeah. it mm-hmm. is, it's, like, the perfect example of, like, this motherfucker losing his mind and slowly like you just think he's losing his mind until like they really kind of explain it in Dr. Sleep that like, nah, this place will actually show you shit and you're seeing it. And this is kind of what's happening. Um, Stephen King loves writing about like psychic powers, right? It's like he wrote Christine, you know, a psychic car that like kills people and Carrie the you know, psychic, teenage girl that kills people and fire starter and psychic little girl that burns everything um and that and fucking looks terrible by the way the remake is the, just like oh the why? remake why? dude why did you see the carrie remake because yeah did you it, see carrie it, rage carrie 2 no never saw that i saw one. that in fucking theaters like uh, when it first came out and it was uh, it was yep I've seen clips of it on like on YouTube. It looks real terrible. It's it, they the, just the, did the exact same movie again. Like you know, yeah. I think that's what they did in the early two thousands. If they're gonna sequelize a movie, it's like, well, just do it again. Okay. It wasn't that came out like ninety nine or was that late early two thousands? I wasn't sure, but well, it's yeah, yeah, right there, yeah. Um, but let's as we transition and we can talk about like how it it came to be so you have all these differences and then Flanagan goes out and writes a script where he tries to merge the worlds of the book and uh of the Dr. Sleep book and yeah. uh, the world of the shining and what had happened and he fucking nailed it and I haven't read Dr. Sleep so I can't be like 
well, the, the accurate wise of books, but well, like fucking when read it, Rod. Come on. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, God? Fuck, Rod. Get with it. It's actually a pretty quick read, just so you know. Oh, like, the, I think the last. Out. I no, think no, the no, last. Saying, the last Stephen King thing I read was uh, the Green Mile, and Ooh. which is. As you can see, why don't have it ready? That that book made me so sad, man. And that's why I was like, everyone's like, oh, it's so good. I'm like, fuck that movie because that book made me cry like a fucking baby. Tom Hanks is good in everything, by the way. Like, I just saw him in the new Elvis movie. That was fantastic. He was so hateable, and it was amazing. He was supposed to be, though. Like, fat Tom Hanks just blows my mind if you haven't seen the trailers. That movie was really I fucking good. Movie yet, but... Watch it. I'll well, hook you up. Well, what we were referring to earlier, there's a magical place, and you will you will be <laughs> you will be amazed by the things that you find, the things Magic. and magical things. Um, and I think that like what this was Flanagan's last uh, big Hollywood movie he's done, right? It's been mostly Netflix shit after that. Yeah. Since then, right? Yeah. I think so. I, they're pro- well, Netflix has a fucking budget though, and they're just oh yeah, dude, they are oh, they're yeah. taking care of their their people there, which is good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I love this stuff. I think Midnight Mass was my favorite thing that came out last year at all. Like that was so good. Ken, did you, have you watched uh, Midnight Mass? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I have good. Not Josh watched it yet. Yeah, get it. He's catching my, up with the yeah. Oh man, somebody spoiled the shit out of it for me, and like. I don't think they meant to spoil it. Yeah. And they immediately were like, oh, well, you know, since it's got... And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, immediately. I was like, like they said it, and I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like too much of a spoiler. And then I watched it, and I was like, motherfucker. (laughs) That was the big... You asked me. Yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff that, like, I I, I probably assume you and I knew early on, but don't know. You don't know, no. And, like, the way they reveal stuff in that show is so good and dude that that last episode with that monologue with his wife it was i was in tears i was like crying as i was watching mm-hmm. that and i'm like it's so fucking good but like at, flanagan is man let's look at his like his yeah, like fucking right now yeah it's- like so i haven't seen some of his earlier stuff like i don't know what make believe is still life but like the first thing i've seen of his was oculus um, but which he did a short of in 2006, and then he does the film in 2013, and is fucking brutal, man. With it's uh, Catherine. I haven't uh, seen that one yet. I'm it's excited. Brutal with which Catherine one? Gillian and uh, Oculus. Uh, Oculus. Yeah, yeah we got to do Catherine... that on the show and those other two that I said as well. Yeah, I totally forget. And then which is awesome. Hush, I fucking love Hush. Is I yeah, mean, Hush is uh, really good. you you dove into Hush that. Hush is fabulous. Oh wait, no, I have seen Oculus. With the mirror. Yeah, the real evil yeah. mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have um, binoculars. And Hush is great. And I, I love have... that little callback in Hush to Midnight Mass. Yeah. Oh, she's right? Like, well, oh, yeah. He, well, he does Anything that. Anything with his he... wife in it, like, yeah. she's gorgeous, but she's also, like, that connection Super they talented. obviously have being married, she yeah. brings it for him right so yeah i just... i haven't seen before i wake and it's been on, on lists where about the kid with who like has like waking like or like really bad dreams like uh night terrors or something like that 
Um, but I don't think they're night oh, terrors. That one's really good. Yeah, yeah. it's weird, but it's yeah. good. I remember that one. He did uh, the, the he took the shitty Ouija board movie and made a prequel, which I hear was really good too, which I haven't seen. So I haven't seen some of his earlier stuff. But Gerald that's what King, like M Net or M. Night, uh, what's his name? <laughs> David F. Sandberg. Like he got the prequel to Annabelle and made it way better than. And made me yeah. actually like the first Annabelle movie more because he tied it in so well as a prequel. Yeah. And Gerald's game is fucking fantastic. Also creepy as shit. And like, it, when it reminds me of the... the I have to watch uh, all of his movies because, man, there's yeah. a few. Uh, what are, where do you Gerald's, see these shorts? Like, can you... Is there a place to see I don't see know. I wonder if they're on YouTubes or what. YouTubes. They're like the plurals of YouTube. Um, <laughs> we should make but, a YouTubes. A I'm YouTube. sure they own like a YouTube's. They probably own put that. an S, put an S. I'm, on I mean, if they don't, I'd be. I they have to own it everything just says this even site close. Can't be hmm. Yeah, well, you can just buy it. Just put an S on the back and just make it like I don't know for every drunk person who accidentally puts an extra S on there. It's just it's just a porn site. I mean, but, I just bought a really well. I didn't buy it. somebody in the community bought a really good uh, URL for me, so I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> what is it? Or do you, you don't have to share it. <laughs> It's stdhotel.com. Because <laughs> it relates to a horror game that we were playing on stream. Oh, and so nice. it just redirects to my website. <laughs> so I want to sell it to like Travelocity uh, or some oh, shit. That's it's supposed to be funny. worth like a lot now, according to the auction thing. That's wonderful. I love it. That's uh, such a I good freaking .com to have. That's, that's such a, a random, one... sorry. That's ADD. so good. I mean, <laughs> I used to buy dot coms here. randomly all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's why not? And then sell them. And I know, them. yeah, I know some people that that's just uh, that's what they do. And I'm like, man, I'm, people hate you. I do have. <laughs> I have to wonder though, and this is a real thing because we we're talking about how much smoother the last thirty, the extra thirty minutes makes Doctor Sleep. He's only in the last three years now. He's done. Since Doctor Sleep, he's done The Haunting of, Bill, of Blind Manor, which is amazing, uh, Midnight Mass, uh, and uh, The Haunting of Hill House, and like, which is also amazing. So he's been doing all. I mean, oh no, actually, Haunting Hill House was before Doctor Sleep, but like, he's done a lot of TV work, and I, I have to like, but he's got the Fall of House of Usher, like you were talking about, and The Midnight Club coming out. I wonder if that whole experience with like with them cutting off a half an hour of his film because like oh. at, like made him go i'm just gonna work with netflix because they're more reasonable like because you at the end of the film he even has like the director's cut after the credits he there's a whole big dialogue he puts at the end of the screen about like you know letting him do this version of the film and blah 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 and thanking the studio but it's like yeah but they cut down your 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 wish you know they cut down your it, we talk about it all the time in this podcast but like let your creative people do your creative things and stop yes. having people who don't know creative like processes and don't have like their idea. Like come in and make decisions that you think is best for the art because this is art. Cinema is art. TV, it's art. Yeah, All this stuff is art. I I've said this too, but it's also art funded by a studio that has hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars and like this is a brand. It's more than just a movie. There's a whole bunch yeah. more to it. And if you're not signing up for the whole thing, like, but that's where, like, now Flanagan, I believe, is at that point where 
he will be like a Christopher Nolan or a David Fincher where they got fucked over or they got their name big enough yeah. to where a studio will just have to. And I 100% agree with you. But with that, like being said, it's a business and it's all yeah. that other shit. And I don't think he was at a point yet where he could now, yeah. I believe because of this. And there's always, there's like that like point, right? It's like that. Yeah. This movie was the point. And the director's cut was so much fucking better. Listen yeah. to Rod. Listen to him. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. I as I cut you because, off in the middle of your fucking I mean, sentence. you're you're you're. <laughs> I just I'm a giant walking, talking, run on sentence, Josh, as we know. Yeah. Um, it it's because this this film is had a lot to, and that's what I was trying to talk about. It's like it's. Had a lot of expectations because of how of what The Shining is. He does such a good job of like kind of meeting all these things in this this movie that is. I enjoyed it without with the 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 theatrical cut. Don't get me wrong, I liked the movie, but it was disjointed. This last half an hour felt disjointed. And giving this director's cut and it just sees that smooth Flanagan thing where it's kind of like it feels like three hour episodes. Of like you know of a Flanagan thing, right? Like he took broke all three acts down. Yeah. Um, I could see that without having seen that. I mean, I, I, I yeah. know that sounded really stupid as soon as I said it, but no, I can totally see what you're saying there. It's no, like the Shining I, I, miniseries. It was three yeah. parts, and this is kind yeah. of yeah, actually. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, sir. But like the 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 film, like he does, he takes Ewan McGregor, who's not known for horror movies. And he does this, he has this really emotional, like, this is not, I, I would assume as, like, for an actor, this is not an easy film to do, right? Like, he's doing a lot of heavy stuff in this film. One, one, he's super alcoholic for the beginning of the film, right? And, like, that scene with him and the fucking heroin lady and or whatever, the coke lady, whatever the fuck she was, oh. and him, like, stealing the money out of her wallet because yeah, she used low. his money to do the coke and then just, like like fucking puts that tubby little toddler next to her. And I'm like, dude, it made me feel icky. It, it makes you feel icky. Cause you're sitting there going, he doesn't realize she's dead, but like that is a lot of vomit out of that pillow. And, and he just leaves that toddler. And then you get the images later where that toddler died because she's like, they haven't found us. And it's just like, uh, which I think is one of the probably the most horrifying scene in this entire film. What like like horror? You you pointed this is horror, and that's one of those things. And it's like one of those like realistic kind of horrors, right? Um, but then you got the whole like the alcoholism, and then you translate into like like this heavy stuff with this little girl. They're trying to murder like a little girl, and you're like child death, like the, the baseball boy, right? There's a lot of heavy things in this and Ewan just kills it as like an actor. And what's his, what's her name? Um, the, the villain was fucking fantastic too. Who's my wife's like Rebecca. Rose the hat. Yeah. She's so hot. Come on. I'm, I'm curious though, if in the book, (laughs) If they go more into what that hat means to her, I think they her. do. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's, it's hot been a while since I've read it. But <laughs> well, yeah, they they do. I oh God, no, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they do because the the she doesn't want anyone to touch it. And you th- look at the scene in the film mm-hmm. where they have the interaction where uh, yeah, in the grocery wh- store. 
yeah, Abra, Abra like blows her out of her like mind in like the the grocery store lady wants is about to pick her hat up and she's like, no, don't touch it. And he's like, oh, so I wonder because they they don't fill out a lot of details because it's hard to fill out a lot of details with these guys that when when the old dude is dying, uh, Grandpa Flick is what they call him, uh, is his character's name. She's like going, yeah, you saw like gladiators and this motherfucker is like 2000 years old. Right. And so there there's a lot this whole universe where you're like, man, there's a lot going on here that we don't even get to you know know in this but they they give you enough information that you're super intrigued by these characters and you go and i love the like soul sucking it's just like Mm -hmm. like a lot of the things that they do in doctor sleep with the like telekinesis or the like you know the mind reading and talking back and forth in the heads i feel like it's all been done before but every like artistic you know choice they made to show like mm-hmm. the filing system as like your things or the box that was and like, beautiful. it was all done yeah. so well. And like visually it just is more interesting than other, yeah. you know, adaptations but, of this. So well, I, I liked it. I think like when they go, when you go into talking about the shine and like the, the lights and like the, the way that everything moves, I think that it's really cool because again, it references back to that whole King universe Yeah, because of the shine and, Pennywise and you yeah. know everything else yeah. like it's it's just really neat that they're able to put that into a visual effect without making it look stupid yeah <laughs> what the, what? Like, they had a they budget a and a half for this yeah. one though like Dr. Sleep yeah. Yeah. there was money so okay so if we go I want to talk to you too about something that I'm like thinking about was I was watching this today so Rose when when Abra go Abra's brain her her filing system was a bunch of modern day filing cabinets right yeah Rose has more of a it it looks like maybe seventeen hundreds maybe eighteen hundreds yeah, type of library massive. like it's it's like massive library. and it's old and you go huh so like what would it what would have like flicks you know what would a flicks uh, library looked like like what so it makes you go. The, Rose must have been around for like hundreds of years, and and you kind of kind get that from her dialogue in the film, where she's talking to uh, Snake by Dandy, where you're like, "Yeah, you'll you'll you don't know what you'll do for time later on," or maybe she's talking to Abra about that. Like, a, you don't time hasn't hit you yet, right? And it, it's a, I mean, we're all in our thirties, and you're sitting there going, "We're not." old old and we joke about being old right but like you're fucking you sit there old. And go i mean <laughs> but <laughs> the interesting part <laughs> you just like derail you so fucking easily it's the I mean, best you make me giggle you silly bitch <laughs> uh, the the thing is that i go as i'm watching this again today i go i what these people do to stay like like living this long time, not worth it. Not nope, nope, nope. Like I could not be sitting there and start slicing little kids up for like to suck their souls out and like 
Nah, man. I that, just I love when Ewan McGregor gets it, and she's like, "Oh my god, you're like a fucking whiskey," and I'm just like, "Oh, that's so." Good. <laughs> He's been doing whiskey for like how long, man? It's no, just it's like... because of his tormented past, and like he's been like yeah. he's been in it for a long time. So it's like a, an it's... aged whiskey barrel of like torture, and she's like, "Oh my yeah. god, that was like yeah. such well, a satisfying like scene for me." I think, Ken, you pointed out that The Shining is about dealing with alcoholism and, and uh, Dr. Sleep's about dealing with trauma, right? Like trauma as like the after effects. Yeah. 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 Like it's, it's yeah, it's your descent into madness due to alcoholism and, and everything else. And then you're climb back out. Yeah. Of after re- recovery, because I mean, we've all gone through shit. I mean, we're all like, like done stuff. I mean, it's. Can you one of the my the reasons uh, that I admire you is like the amount of work you've put in uh, to being like a better person yourself. Like it's it's always impressive to see. Like there are plenty of people in this world that just go, ah, I, I, I'm like I'm gonna coast, you know. Um, but it's Fuck a lot those of work. People. Like people. <laughs> well, I mean, Fuck them kids, bro. No. Uh, <laughs> but no, and, and and that's one of the things that like I think that why you probably have a connection with this stuff, like Dr. Sleep, especially like the, the, the recovering from not even trauma, but like, you know, like recovering from a state of being right. And like, we've all like you, I know you have your, your own issues with like, you know, bipolar also and stuff like that. And you could probably relate the, you talk about descent from madness and whatnot. Um, because I, I, it's, it's, I mean, it was one of the, the things that, I love of what classy Katie does is like, take your joy, you know, embrace, like do whatever you need to do to, to recover, you know, enjoy the world and enjoy the people around it. And like, that is another thing that I uh, appreciate about you because you're, you're, you use your platform to try to make other, others feel better. And, you know, and that's like this movie. I mean, it's it why he's Dr. Sleep, right? He's Dr. Sleep because he helps the dying people be a little less scared with his power, right? He he uses them. He helps them like use your not powers die alone for good. Also, also that kitty is fucking adorable. That kitty is adorable. The uh, the death kitty. That oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. It's based on a a real cat too. It happens. Like- yeah, it happens. Right, like the cats that are just like they oh, know yeah when people... i mean it, it definitely does but i mean like i was reading somewhere that that particular cat was based on a particular cat uh, not... that particular cat was based on a particular cat it wasn't based on weasel we know that much no demon cat. just eat you <laughs> weasel weasel is a continuous cat who is a havoc in all of her life, it seems like, and it just it makes me giggle. It always all my f- streamer friends who have like cats have like one that like stands out as like a problem child, right? And so... But she's not a problem child anywhere else, but in here, it's just like <laughs> let me attack your face, let me climb out your feet, I'm gonna eat you. Like how dare you exist? I'm gonna lay down, go to sleep. No, gotta leave, gotta come back in. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's the spot. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't know. She doesn't. None of the other cats do that. 
It's the stream room. There's cat- too many things in there. It's too much fun. Yeah. It's the spot you want to be. It's because like, the door is closed now. Now that the door yeah. is closed all the time and they're not in here, she's like, oh my God, did you leave? You've left. <gasps> we we always we always say that Gizmo has FOMO and so like if like something's not around that he thinks he's missing out, he's like has a panic attack and he's like mm-hmm. I wanna ah! have fun too. <laughs> yeah, if we leave she pulls all the fur off the back of her legs because she's like, I don't know where you are, but this has to go. Have you you know domestic Dan's cat that like lives in a cone because it will mm-hmm. literally like lick itself raw in like a mm-hmm. spot if it doesn't have a cone on its head so like it's the only animal i've ever seen that lives in a cone and i'm like the cat's psychotic cats are psychotic i love them but they're psychotic um yeah so the uh the i, I was gonna say and i it was we're talking about all the stuff ewan mcgregor had to deal with to be this character like the 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 uh the dying Obi-Wan people one kenobi and then not yeah. the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, come on. Dude! But still kind of be because he was communicating with her. Oh, right. and the like, Force. Right. Yeah. You know, he was totally kinda... Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Dude, I have to say that the one scene in this film that is kind of hysterical, though, like, even though it's not hysterical, and it's also really good, when the the Abba's fighting arose in, the, in, in his mind, and the oh, fucking yeah. trunk is sneaking up on it's good don't get me wrong but it's kind of hysterical watching like like if you put like like cartoon music behind it it would probably be fucking hysterical um yeah so it is that's just the the I, theme song that's in your head all the time though as you're walking right <laughs> that it's mostly benny hill theme music <laughs> I mean, it's it makes it, every day a fucking blast, though. Like, it, it watch does. any it, video it that has that song on it, you can't help but just be like, "This is the best." Like, this is just so yeah. dumb. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but I, this movie is it's it's just the prime example of what Flanagan can do as a director when you you know give him just let him do his thing, man, and it's. I wonder, I'm not sure as I'm thinking about this, but like what the budget of this film was. Let me look at that. And you guys could talk. Let me look at that. up. Well, real quick. I was just thinking about that because like you made a really good point earlier about, you know what? I have not had enough um, Ritalin today for this. So I'm just going to tell you, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. It says 45 to 55 million is the guesstimated. Jesus. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, that is just the amount of money. You don't I hear that anymore. Like, yeah. Oh my like for, especially for like, like horror, like it, it it's not well, it's like, anymore. Malignant was sixty million dollars last year. Which was like Yeah, but go, that's uh, but that's James Wan. Because has, James Wan, yeah, yeah exactly. For, and it's Warner it. Brothers again. The only house actually funding studio horror is Warner Brothers. Like everything else is in so, the Yeah. Nope Nope had a sixty eight million dollar budget, but like you sit in there and it's the most horror is like 10, 15 million dollars at Whoa. the most, right? And uh, my yeah, it it like it spiked a little bit there. Um, and I just think that I, I, I bet you the seasons of uh, like uh, of Midnight Mass cost more than that. They had to, right? Uh, I know that at least what I thought, well, and I Netflix. could be wrong, uh, like Stranger Things was. Three million an episode or something. 
It's for this newest season. I think that there's Marvel spending sixty million an episode on all their shows, like something insane like that. Like it's, it's Disney bucks. They just print or, money. May, no. Maybe that's not yeah. sixty million. Maybe that was Game of Thrones at its height, like of like what it was doing at the end of like eight seasons. Like was, but because anytime they use dragons or whatnot, the it new was fucking like, Lord of the Rings looks way better than the new dragon shows. That's all I gotta say. I don't know. All I know is that I saw the picture of Saruman, and I I, I thought it was an Eminem video from the early two thousands, and I, I I didn't know what was happening. So, uh, uh, but like. I, it's it's cool Sar- talking about these <laughs> these two films together because they do, like Doctor Sleep will always be a a love letter to The Shining, right? But it's also a love letter. A lot to of people don't the, know that it was the sequel to The Shining. Apparently, yeah. Like, I was just talking at work to a whole bunch of people today, and they're like, "Wait, what? It was a sequel to The Shining? Huh? Wait, how did? I mean, if they hadn't." seen The Shining, then maybe I could see that. They've seen like, The Shining, yeah. Did they not see uh, Did they not see Doctor Sleep? No, they didn't see Doctor Sleep. That's oh, what they, that's oh, what they, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But they also okay. didn't even know that a, a sequel even existed in the first place, right? But like, well, you know, like with Rod and I, it, it's hard for us to, like, well, I'm speaking for both of us right now, but for me, because I'm so in the horror community, in love with horror i know rod is as well we're just we're we're all encompassed so like that type of information and just like anything horror related it's on our radar we know about it like it's hard to stump us but when we talk to other people outside of the community i'm just like what the fuck how do you not know this (laughs) i mean ken you're pretty much like that too right i mean it's like even you know so much about all this stuff that's like you're on the pulse you're on the yeah, pulse. I'm on the, I'm, I know things. <laughs> no, that, I mean, I did have that happen recently with something, but it wasn't horror related. So Yeah. But yes, I completely get where you're coming from, but still at the same time, how, the, how did you not know? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, well, I mean, the book came out in 2013, and I remember the book coming out, and I'm like, they're doing a I a, actually a remember the, the conversation I had with my buddy Ben at the time, and he was like, what the fuck? You can't just do that. And then he read it and he's like, oh, it was, it was, it's pretty good, actually. Fuck. <laughs> Stephen King knows what he's doing, man. And that's why, like, Joe Hill has been so good because that motherfucker knows what he's doing, too. And it's like, I, I, I listened to Nosferatu years ago and I'm like, man, this kid is talented. And I say this kid, I think he's older than I am. But is like, that Stephen King's he's, son you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Joe Hill is his son who wrote the black phone and yeah he's he's written he some other horns, stuff um, oh yeah horns and heart shaped box he did and, yeah. uh nosferatu which i he's still haven't watched which was it's on shutter isn't nosferatu like being made into a movie here soon? it's a tv show on shutter yeah it's a show right now i haven't watched but it but i also I haven't th- read nosferatu. i thought eggers was making a, a movie i don't know i don't know there's a lot. I mean, you you talking about like there's a lot going on with all this stuff, right? It, the weird world of like, of how much is being made right now, and I think that's one of the weird things happening, right? It's like we just had a, uh, they them come out, right, and like goes directly to was it Peacock? Like, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of things where it's like diversity of like, where the stuff is breaking up. We just had Prey come out on Hulu, and we just you know, it's horror stuff is coming out 
all over the place. And so you're just sitting there going, it's hard to keep up with the amount of stuff that's coming out, but like just where it's coming out and where it's being aimed at, it's just like almost as hard, right? You're like, fuck, it's like, I have HBO max and I think I have a Peacock subscription, even though I like keep telling the wife, cancel it. And then never gets canceled. But like, um, it's so so hard to cancel those things. Like you can click one button on a website to like activate shit, but you legitimately have to call in and have someone on the phone to cancel shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then like you can't always remember like what you Yeah, you can't remember like what exactly you're paying for or yep. what you're paying friends for or whatever, but like yeah, I mean yeah. there there's there's so many. I've sat down and gone like, "Okay, well we subscribe to this this and this. This has the new Michael Myers movie on it, so I want to watch that, so we'll <laughs> keep that." Yeah. Okay, yes, I'll keep that add-on for like a couple more days. <laughs> yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, shit, the month's over. Now I'm paying for this. and might as well yep. keep it another month. Yep. Then- well, it's, Netflix was doing that. like, And I was like, because I was kind of pissy with them. And then the, the Stranger Things came out. And then they have two more episodes. And so to keep it until that came out. And then I got addicted to How to Build a Sex Room. Because that show is amazing. If you've never seen it, How to Build a Sex Room. It's fucking awesome. Watch it. It's really cool. Um <laughs> The horny old British lady is fucking the shit. I love her. <laughs> if you've never seen it, it's fucking awesome. I um, think we need to watch it, but I want to watch Sandman and everything else. Dude, Sandman was also great. Well, there, there's a cat episode that I've started watching that's weird CG like filters over cats. And how to build a sex room? Or no, the Sand- Sandman. There's, just, Sandman. there's Sandman. too Sandman. much to watch. Yeah. yeah. And once is, I, once so I hook you content. up. Yeah. You'll, you'll understand it's over it's over yep. you'll it's there's too much well, there's just too much it's just like and that's what that's Ugh. yeah that's why i just started watching uh orville because i had been meaning to watch it but it's like you you have to get to a point where you're not watching anything right? or you could just you watch like, top gun maverick seven times you know that, that that's could, or you wife. can just watch naked and afraid over and over and over <laughs> again like i do and think that one day you can be these people do you want to be Man. naked and afraid i want to i want to be a survivalist Man, I don't want to be naked, but I'd do alone. I mean... Yeah, but you got to be naked and afraid in order for it to be a thing. Not if you do alone, and you can actually win a lot of money on alone. Can you? <laughs> I don't know that one. I do don't, you win I haven't more lost... money if you're naked and afraid as well no. as being alone? Yes. No. They don't, they don't, they don't <laughs> give just, prizes on naked and afraid, but they do pay. Fun side fact. Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Not okay. enough Ritalin in the world. Well, today. I mean, oh, it's okay. We're gonna wrap up, and this get, is, it's I'm late. So sorry. It's, no, you're good. Cool. We're, hey. Nothing to apologize about. Kid. This is the show, show every week. This was like this was not even as ADD as it can get, dude. The the we had a Mad God episode, which is uh, a stop motion movie on uh, on uh, Shutter a couple like a month and a half ago or so, and I, my buddy Doctor Callis, and then he goes. You two didn't talk about the movie. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't because there was no plot, no dialogue, yeah, nothing. That it's just, was, oh, wait. No, I, that was one that we didn't agree on either because, like, I'm, I'm a visual guy because I'm an art director. That's what I do. I do visual shit. So yeah. this movie not having any dialogue and just being completely visual craziness the entire time, I was into it, and it mm-hmm. actually, like, 
caught my attention weirdly and rod's add was just like fuck okay <laughs> so that episode was the exact same yeah. it was like rod it was adhd going, oh, <laughs> I yeah can't okay can i want you to i want you, you to give a like a wrap-up for you what these films mean if you want to you, you want to wrap up like and we'll wrap up and just like why you wanted to talk about these and we've had a blast with you we uh, two episodes and both have been a blast but like yeah if you want to give a like, wrap hearts, and kind hearts, of talk about hearts. what they mean to you hearts, yeah. hearts, hearts. i already have an idea for another one if you're down to have me um no of so course. like for me i think like when i think of classic horror like there's certain obvious like villains and scenes and and movies that like always flood into those and mm-hmm. i feel like while The Shining doesn't get listed in that by a lot of people, because they usually, you know, are looking at Michael and Freddie and Jason, they're not looking at, you know, Jack or Danny or anybody. But if you sit back and you really look at it, it's terrifying. You've got mm. blood-filled elevator rooms. Yep. Like, you've got these two little creepy girls that are holding hands who have been slaughtered by their father, who's yep. gone crazy in this place. Like, it's... It's terrifying, and I think, like, there's something really beautiful about the book. I think the movie in and of itself, if you take the movie just as it is, I think it's fabulous and wonderful if you... And I think that it does a great job of showcasing things. I do know that for some people it's really hard to focus on. It is a very long movie. It's not as in-your-face and, like, grabbing your attention as a lot of movies but I think if you give it a chance and you watch it and you really take it in, it can definitely like kind of change your viewpoints on stuff, kind of give you a second to like flip back. And then like it just makes you admire Dr. Sleep even more. Like not to do the nostalgia, like, you know, the the gross nostalgia thing that we do now. I feel like Dr. Sleep did is such a great just companion compliment piece to it yeah because it can stand alone yeah but like it'd be kind of weird by itself but it could stand alone but it's just really beautiful to see the way that it's moved and now i'm so excited to see the director's yeah cut of it it's yes. so good like it, it, it it's like smooth. you said it, the weaponized nostalgia thing is on a whole nother level they're legitimately just wild they're using it as a weapon and it's like double-edged sharp fucking bullshit now and yeah i mean we got they got gremlins like a series coming out they got like so much and it's just like if it's done well okay uh, there are a lot of things i would like to see i want amazon to bring back killer clowns from outer space because they bought like whatever mgm or whoever the fuck they bought oh, like right that had them and that i would, would be cool i want some killer clowns from outer space because i love those motherfuckers but yeah it's those it's i mean we're we're getting the point where like we're the target audience for a lot of this stuff, right? In like our age bracket, like they're, you know, eighteen to to thirty five is a lot of this stuff. But it's like you still have that thing where the people spending a lot of money are a little bit older, and yeah. So, I, I as long as you don't shit on nostalgia, because like the last, like we've had uh, that Nightmare on Elm Street remake, we've had. One of my most hated films of all time, the, the the thing prequel remake thing, which will never not make me mad. Um, but I just want them yeah, to figure out fucking who has the rights to Jason, so we can get they the have Friday that. 13th. I, they have the rights. They're all weird. Now they have to work out how they're going to split the money. Well, that's it. Like oh. I just want them to figure it out. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. that whole thing is just a mess. They somebody I saw on Jimmy Champagne Planes or whatever one of him or someone else's YouTube that there's supposedly going to be news by the end of the year about them coming to an agreement to do something, but they think. But <laughs> I I would love I would love a Jason in the snow. Jason in the snow would be fucking dope Ooh. because that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, have you seen dead snow? The Norwegian, yeah. the Nor- Z- like the white and the red is just a mm-hmm. fucking really cool imaging. And so, yeah, that's such a good, um, movie. it's just fun. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Like, it's fun. Everyone that made that movie is like us loves fucking movies. Well, obviously loves evil dead, loves evil dead. Yeah. And okay. like, fuck great job. Okay. Ken, you're a fucking blast. I love you. I love your stream. So go watch continue on our stream. Um, you want to give you. out your give your shout out with uh, where your stuff is and where to find you. Nah, you'll figure out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so you can find me on Twitch.tv/continue. It's K-I-N-T-I-N-U-E. You can find me on Twitter under the same name, not under the same name, but under continue <laughs> as well. Um, on Instagram, I am official continue because someone stole continue. I don't know who that was, and I'm on TikTok. They, they bought your continue. fucking .com. Motherfuckers. Oh, and I do have a .com. It's continue.com or you can go to stdhotel.com. Either one of those works great. <laughs> yes. I'm good. I'm going to so I'm going to try to remember when I put this out stdhotel.com because Oh, I make sure it, it has to have like either the http or it has to have the www. I can't remember which one, but oh, okay. it has to have that in the beginning or it won't work. <laughs> okay. Well, you're awesome and thank you so much for coming on again. Uh everybody, we are murdermoose.com uh where all the episodes are linked. Uh, we have our YouTube, which doesn't have a a uh, uh, hundred <laughs> subs yet, so there's not a. It's murder moose dot a b d c d e f g eight hundred times. Base roll. Yeah, exactly. Um, we all we're on most of the podcast feeds that I know of, so we're there. And so, uh, yeah, next week's are episode we? hundred. Yeah. Oh, so Josh and I fuck. have to figure out what we're doing for episode 100. So I thought we were doing yeah. Let the Right One In. We could do that. <gasps> I We talked about that. Let the Right One In. Do you have someone for that? We don't have, we don't have any guests, Ken. If you want to come back, you can come back. Episode 100! We're doing it. That's with, a big deal for you guys. Yeah, we have, our, we have a new logo, too. So yeah, the I'm new logo is premiering next the week. the background out. Ooh! Yeah, so, yes. Ken, thank you again. So go hang out in Ken's chat. Uh, this episode comes out on Thursday, so. But, Yay! yes. Thank you so much, friend. Thank you and for having me. Thank you for being dope. Yay! And yeah. Pouring gasoline onto our ADHD fire, so. Okay, everybody. <laughs> hey, ho. Thanks hey, for listening. Hey, ho, ho. <laughs> Thanks, Ken, for being awesome. Yeah, let the right one in for episode 100 because Woo-hoo! that movie's fucking awesome. I haven't watched it since, like, Netflix DVD days, so. Dude, Good I everybody. saw that in theaters, and I can't wait to talk about it again. Cause, Me too, wow. man. Me too. Okay, everybody. We love your faces. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you, to everybody, next week. Bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Poop.